Wild and Web Snappers, there was no illusions about who took number one at the box office this weekend. We're going to break it all down next on Box Office Breakdown. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. <clears throat> hey, everybody, look at that. My little jaunty little intro music. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown, everybody. <laughs> this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Prognosticate. About the box office that lie ahead. Nicely done. Thank you. I was going to start rapping, but just with the word prognosticate. So I did a little. It's a little something. Just a little? Just a little. The stand, stand by later, uh, Amy will get into her freestyle. Pretty much, She's yeah. going to let the flow take her over. Yes. That's right. I like that you know about the flow. That's you right. Know, you know, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I am Frank Moran. Hi, I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And of course, usually we have our lovely and talented Carrie D. Lane mm-hmm. with us to round out the panel. She is uh, away at Anime Expo happening this weekend yeah. down to the Los Angeles Convention Center. So follow her on social media. She's been live streaming. I know she's shooting a lot of stuff here for, for After Buzz as well, too. So follow her on social media and see all the cool stuff that she's getting to do this weekend. And mm-hmm. she's not doing it with us. I know, but she's having so much fun. Great. So, But you know what? We're going to have a lot of fun without her. Yeah, we'll show her. That's right, Frank. Yes. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump into it. we're gonna do our our uh, box office breakdown. We'll find out who won the box office bet. We'll look ahead at next week's films, and then we'll do a spoiler take reviews at the end of the show of Spider Man Far From Home as well as Midsummer. So we'll give you plenty of chances if you haven't seen either film yet to jump out before we get into the spoiler filled discussion of that. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime. Let's start things off with just looking at this weekend's box office results. Yeah, and if you guys, you know, have thoughts, which I'm sure you do, go ahead and jump in the chat. I'm, well, I'm overlooking true. that now. You know, because Hi. you know what, you guys, folks, you can give us five stars. You yeah. can like us on Facebook. You can mm-hmm. give us a thumbs up there, or two, or three, or four, or five, Woo! or however you can get there. And Amy, yes, if they're watching us after we've streamed live, mm-hmm. what can they do? They can comment down below. Beautiful, beautiful. Ooh. So coming in at number one this weekend at the box office... Uh, as Amy described earlier, a small little indie film. Hardly anyone knew about it. I mean, I didn't see any advertising at mm-hmm. all for this. No. Uh, Sp- Spiderman. Spiderman? Spiderman. Spiderman. Spiderman, far from home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it made $93.6 million here for the three-day weekend. Uh, much more is like $183 million if you include when it opened on Jan- July 2nd. Yeah. Okay, I have some questions because... is. Is that good? Like that? that what, I mean, well, I mean, of course, you know, they're saying, "Hey, it's uh, it was record breaking for its five day July total." I mean, I feel like you can almost here at the box office, you can make up any kind of yeah, uh, like, "Hey, it was the biggest box office from like twelve thirty twelve forty five ever." Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like those the the, the little goals or awards you can set for yourself get you know more I like and more. That, though. Yeah? Yeah, it's like right. biggest opening weekend of the second Tuesday of the third year. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I remember we looked at the, the box office, like the weekend box office numbers for Homecoming. And they were up there. Yes. And this one, even though, I mean, it did come out on a Tuesday, it sure like did make up a, like a good chunk. But yeah, I mean, if we're looking at just like the weekend, didn't do as well. But well, it's a holiday. 
too. I mean, so Homecoming came out on the 7th of July. I mean, uh, according, you know, it made an estimated $185 million in its six-day holiday opening. So that blew away industry expectations, according to CNN.com. The film was initially projected to make $125 million from Tuesday through Sunday. But uh, now, 185. So, well, so 93.6 just for the three-day. If you break it out to the six-day, 185. And that's more than what they were expecting. Almost what 60, 60 million more than they were counting on. Oh, good. Okay, then I don't have to worry about it, right? Good. No, no, no. Because no. I was going to do something. You know, I don't know what that something was, but I was going to do something. If you're going to worry, you should place your worries about Avengers. Stop. No, it's going to be fine. <laughs> we're going to be okay. We will make it. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen. That negativity will not be tolerated. Thank you. Okay. I think the backlash has happened, especially off the the, uh, the poorly, uh, the, the not rendered deleted scene with the uh, Professor no. Hulk. I think that's just making people bummed out. You know, I think it's a privilege that we get to experience that kind or that part of, you know, production process. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In a cinematic um, atmosphere. <laughs> Great. Yes. Nice spin job. I, please put that, you know, Marvel, please put that quote right there on any promo, uh, promotional effort you're doing for getting fans to see this, this new kind of bonus content. Boco, as they like to say in the biz. I like that. that Boco. 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 <gasps> Guys, let's start saying it. That's right. Okay. Get Boco. That Boco. I love that Boco. So, Spider-Man Far From Home, though, mm-hmm. we've got a little off topic mm-hmm. there. Uh, we'll get into, as I said, a spoiler-filled discussion at the end of the show. Overall, though, what did you think? Two thumbs up. Mm. Way up. It, way up. Whoa. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. You don't? No, you know what? Because uh, last week we did, if you didn't watch, we did our power rankings of the various Spider-Man films. Yeah. Including Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. And so, real quickly, mine were uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man 2, then The Amazing Spider-Man. This, for me, slots in number four. Underneath Spider-Man 2. Whoa. Yes. You? Okay. It's top two. Top two? Yeah. I. It depends on the day, but it's up there. Yeah, for sure. I, I've seen it twice. Me too. Nice. Hey. Uh, I walked out of the first one feeling kind of underwhelmed. And I felt like I, I felt it was a lot longer movie. It felt long to me. Okay. Uh, well, after the... Okay, so yes. After the first time I saw it, I was sort of bummed about this one scene at the end. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Just felt a little bit, um, not heartbroken, but not ripped off, but along those lines. Yeah. And then I saw it again and I was like, yeah, no, I'm okay. Hmm. When I saw it the second time, it didn't feel as bad to me in terms of the, the length, but it still didn't suck me in as much as I would have liked it to, which is kind of a disappointment. 
we're going to get your reasons why yes. at the end. But now I'm like, what the heck, dude? There you go. What the heck, dude? What the heck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we'll get into those at the end of the episode. Uh, coming in number two, though, Toy Story 4 mm-hmm. from Buena Vista slash Disney. Another $34.3 million to that's coffers. Mm-hmm. Number three was yesterday from Universal, $10.75 million. Yeah, we we did talk about that a little bit last week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I still have my frustrations with that film. I, um... It was, I guess the longer, <laughs> the more time passes since I've seen it, the more I'm like, yeah, there were certain things, yeah. But I love the Beatles. Happy birthday, Ringo Starr. I know you're listening and watching. That's I don't right, know if it was today or yesterday, but yeah. It's there you go. Day, but yeah. Uh, oh, he doesn't want to know, everybody knows, but I guess I'll say it. You're best friends with Ringo. No, I mean, he he's in our chat all the time. I know. Uh, he goes by Ken Jack. Oh. Yes. Sorry, Ringo. Oh, my gosh. What? It's really really Ken Jack. Wow. Yes. It'll be our little secret. (laughs) Keep watching. Uh, uh, Back to our top five there. Coming to number four, Annabelle Comes Home from Warner Brothers and New Line, $9.75 million. Number five, Aladdin from Disney. Still sticking in that top five, $7.6 million. Yeah. And I threw in a bonus number six. We'll talk about it because it was our only other film. I know the chat was adamant that we included into the discussion last week. Uh, Midsummer. Mm Mm-hmm. $6.5 $6.5 million. Yeah. You know, all I'm going to say is this. Okay. I don't think I've ever been so confused with my feelings leaving a theater. Do you like that? Or do you want to, do you want to leave, a feeling, leave a theater feeling like, yes, I know how I should feel? No. Like, I don't want it to be boring and be like, yes, I know exactly how I feel. And I understood every single moment. And I don't have to watch this movie again. Like, I'd rather it confuse the heck out of me. You know what I mean? Um, but with that being said, I still, like, on Letterboxd, not sponsored, but you guys can find me at Amy Cassandra MTZ on there. Um, I didn't put a rating. And I wasn't even sure if I liked it or not. I was so confused. It is such a different kind of movie that I'm still like, Ugh. You know, I think I ultimately, I. it's just, he's an interesting filmmaker. For sure. For you know, Regardless of what or, whether you like the movie or not, he is an interesting filmmaker. Yeah. And the visuals and the way that he shoots are, oh. are really compelling. Yeah. I, I walked out of this film kind of feeling uh, it's two and a half hours long. My goodness. I feel like we should have been warned. I mean, it's out there for the public to know. But I remember watching it and being like, oh, my God. How long have we been here? Yeah. You feel the length <laughs> in that one. And yeah. the original cut was three hours and 45 minutes. Which Ooh, went Boco. Into, a lot of Boco. A lot of Boco. <laughs> uh, where it went into more detail in, in terms of the uh, the timeline of this whole festival. Um. When things happen and why. And, uh, you know, is it every 90 years or is it every year that certain things happen? There was a little bit more clarification. But ultimately, that fell by the wayside to get it down to it's two hours and... 30 minutes. Um, and yes, people in the chat, we are talking about Midsummer. Yeah. Um, full spoiler talk at the end because yes. I've got plenty of thoughts. Ooh, all right. But, you know, the way that you, spent, uh, you mentioned how you felt, kind of yeah. like, I'm not sure how I feel. Yeah. I felt that same way out of, out of glass. When I left glass, I was like, I don't, am I supposed to like this? Am I not supposed to like it? I was very kind of. Well, I think you're supposed to like it. I think I, all uh, directors. Well, at some point, yes. we want people to like it. But yeah, I, I think at a certain point when you're creating something, not like I'm a director or anything, but you get to a point where you cross that line 
when you cross that line, you just kind of give up the sense of like, you know, I don't care if people like it. I'm doing this because I have something to say and because I want to create this work of art, this film. Um, and I think that Midsummer does that. That it's like, whoa, it's so out there and you're confused. Glass, like, yeah, I guess if you're not sure how you felt about it, but it's like much more grounded, you know, yeah. having all these human superheroes. It's much more grounded than actual people, which is weird to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. But we'll get into mm-hmm. more of those discussions mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, so, yeah, that was our top six. Now, uh, of course, we did our box office bet yeah. on Spider-Man. 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 Far From Home. Mm-hmm. So, a lot, of, a lot of hot talk. So, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, how are we? I feel like, you know, really, we should go by the six day. Why? So you can win? <laughs> yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I feel, like that's, like that. I feel like that's that's the real big number. No, you know? we've always done the the homecoming. What we the weekend? The, we always done the weekend. Oh, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, fine. I mean, because I mean, I'm of us still win. not. Win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. So as it's, long as I don't win. Yeah, pretty much. So if we go by its ninety eight point six or ninety three point six, excuse me, we'll go by that for its official three day. We'll stick with that. Uh, the loser would be myself. I went really high. Swung for the fences. One hundred and forty five million dollars. Carrie came in number uh, three of 135. Amy Cassandra Martinez, $125 million. Yeah. Not even close. Well, way closer than you. So <laughs> that's a win in my book. And the winner, Brie, $123 million. Look at her, look at her go. Yes. She did it. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah. So. We have another chance here for some redemption for both of us coming up here at the end of the episode here. Another box office bet for two films. And I know you're excited about both of these. Um, I'm in the chat, so I'm not. I can't even remember. We have a little film called Crawl from Paramount. That's the one where they're trapped <sighs> with a bunch of alligators crawling through the, uh, the hurricane-flooded houses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which I still don't understand crawl. I mean, because I guess the alligators, they crawl, but they're all in water, so they're all swimming. So I don't know if crawl is the best name. I'm going to take a tiny baby tangent. Okay. Go on it. Um, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. Are you with me? Yes. Okay. Whenever I hear the word crawl, I think of that scene. And I'm not going to go in depth, but Kate Hudson names something crawl the warrior king and now it's really frustrating because i can't hear that word without thinking of that scene and it's it, funny like it's not a like a woo in any R context scene. so somebody says look at that baby crawl you're thinking that <laughs> no no i think it's more of it's just crawl <laughs> warrior king <laughs> yeah i kept getting that girl that actress confused with the one from ready or not and i swear to you i thought she was the same actress and she is not oh I've never been so confused. Well, I guess I have. <laughs> <laughs> just Very this confusing weekend. weekend. Yes. Yeah. You know, a right. lot going on. Uh, then we also have, if you if horror is not what you're looking for this weekend, you want a little something, uh, like a little fun action comedy, you can check out Stuber with, uh, with Dave Batista and Kumail Nanjiani. <sighs> oh, yeah. Hopefully, I'm excited she is about that. Uh, that'll be, so be, those are going to be the two films that we're going to be uh, looking for your vote there in the chat to decide which one we'll do our box office bet on towards the end of the show. So start uh, hopping in the chat, start voting away right now about which one of those films you'd like us to do this week's box office bet on. But in the meantime, 
little hot international numbers. <laughs> Amy, I'm so excited. You know, I, I know we've got The Lion King coming out soon, but it's yes. not this coming weekend. It's the weekend after. It's the weekend of Comic-Con. That's right. That's what it is. There you go. Yep. All right. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm pumped. They're movies. People well, took time to make them. Because you're just keeping Comic-Con just to see The Lion King. Of course not. Of no. Course. <laughs> of course. No. Of course. No. <laughs> Uh, international numbers here. Of course, after rolling out in China, a lot of, of courses here, Japan and Hong Kong <laughs> last weekend, and then adding most of the world throughout this week, Spider Man Far From Home continues to spread the arachnomania. That's there you go. good. Uh, the full global total now is estimated at $580 million, including $395 million at the International Box Office. The current weekend was worth $238 million from all overseas markets combined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look at this. Uh, basically, it, it uh, shattered Sony's all-time opening records in 35 markets, including Korea, Brazil, Mexico, Argentina, India, Indonesia, Taiwan, and Vietnam. Wow. There you go. So now it's playing uh, in 66 offshore markets here, and it was number one this weekend in 63 of those. And basically, it's running about 15% ahead of Avengers uh, uh, Captain Marvel and 46% over Spider-Man Homecoming. So... Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure there's also people out there that love Jake Gyllenhaal, and they were like, you know what, I need to watch Homecoming, and then I'll watch this. Maybe not see the rest of the Marvel movies, but... Where do you fall on Jake Gyllenhaal? Do you love him? I like him. Yeah. Just a a like? Is it a mild like? Is it a really strong like? It's a mild like. Hmm. I mean, without too many spoilers, he was fantastic Hmm. in Far From Home. But, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Nightcrawler. I have seen Day After Tomorrow. Oh, Prince Day of After Tomorrow. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, October Sky. I remember seeing mm. that in high school. I don't know why we had to see it. I think it was slightly educational. Didn't really stick with me, except that I do remember he was in it. <laughs> but yeah. They, they lost you at the slightly educational. Yeah, I was like, oh. Not for me. Not learning? What is that? <laughs> Uh, international numbers again. Here we've got Toy Story 4 is now the highest grossing animated movie ever in Latin America. Wow. Overtaking Coco in Mexico with a massive $60.1 million. Hey. Yeah. The global total uh, after that is a, uh, a $43.1 million in its third overseas weekend is now $650 million total and $343.4 million just internationally. Wow. That's a lot of numbers. Yeah. And there we go. I saw Aladdin. It uh, passed $900 million on Friday worldwide. The global total is currently $921.7 million, with $600.9 million of it coming from international markets. Wow. There you go. I'm, I'm happy about that. And I know we did get a little teaser of Mulan yes. today, so I'm wondering if that is going to open people's eyes up to live-action movies that are actually like really good. Uh, seeing these numbers here for Aladdin, what do you think, Lion King? Think it'll do even better than Aladdin? Yeah. The beehive, guys. <laughs> Beyonce. Great. Yep. Queen Bee. That's, yes. Queen Bee, everybody. Yes. Childish Gambino. Like, are you kidding me? Just those two alone. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, I know no, no, you're president. You're, yep. Yep. I'm big, big, uh, big childish Gambino. I, I meant... I meant Beyonce. But oh, Beyonce? Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm a part of the beehive. Yeah, more, I'm, sure. a, I'm a worker bee. I'm a worker <laughs> bee in that beehive. That's exactly what they're called. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Worker yeah. bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Secret Life of Pets. 
The full international weekend was uh, $22.4 million in 54 markets. The offshore total is now 121.7 for a global total of 262.5. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it still seems like underwhelming. I, I just feel like Universal is like, I think this shows them that there's no real big interest in this franchise. Yeah, but it's like still going. It's yeah. like crawling. Yeah, but it it is not doing great. No. Uh, and then we've got the uh, oh Annabelle uh, Annabelle uh, comes home. Yeah, she comes home. She so home. we have Annabelle comes home far from home. That's true. And, like well, that's a lot of home. Overseas total is eighty four point six million dollars, and the worldwide total is one hundred and thirty four point eight. And lastly, yesterday. Added $7.9 million across 35 offshore markets for a total of $20.1 million internationally and $57 million globally. Not too bad. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I guess it's a nice little counter-programming one. Yeah. 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 And there's the one that's uh, based off of Bruce Springsteen's songs coming out. If you saw the trailer during Spider-Man Far From Home. Into the Light, I believe that's it. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's the the actor seems fun in it, like uh, the character. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be curious. I, it seems intriguing there. Yeah, I know we're getting we're getting a lot of musical biopics, biopics. Uh, I want to do it before we jump into something else. You did mention the Mulan trailer. They dropped the teaser yeah. trailer. Yeah, and as we've been talking about Aladdin, we've talked about Lion King, we've talked about this uh, the Disney live action adaptations of their yeah. animated films. This one I kind of liked better because it, it, it's it, well, at least from this trailer, it strips it out of all the kind of musical nature of Mulan and just kind yeah. of treats it as just the story in and of itself, which at least as a teaser intrigued me. Whether once we get a full trailer that changes, mm-hmm. but I kind of like that its first opening thing had nothing to do with kind of tying it to the musical nature of the animated film. Yeah, no reflection. Yeah, you know, I'll make a man out of you. Oh, that's my go-to, though. Reflection. Go. Christy Aguilera. <laughs> I used to sing that all the time. Donny Osmond. Make a man out of you. Say, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was really cool. Um, just seeing the first few seconds, you're like, whoa. Because I recently saw Mulan again. The um, animated mm-hmm. Mulan. And it was really cool to be like, wow. They really just brought that. And now she's there. It's, Yeah. Um, and I know we also got um, Ariel. Ariel. Yes. Cast. Casting for that mm-hmm. as well, too. Though it's, which, in this day and age, you know, it can never just be widely accepted. It's always there. There's always a divisive nature yeah. in casting like this. But I do have to admit that I know I'm not the only one. But when I first read her name, I was like, Halle Berry? Okay. <laughs> I trust yes. you guys. Sure. But yeah, it's not. It's Haley. Haley? No. Haley Berry. I need to figure this out because this is confusing for me. Um, But yeah, to know that I wasn't the only one getting them confused. Even um, Halle Bailey, even Halle Berry tweeted out. She's like, whoa, I kind of thought that was me for a second when it was just her name. (laughs) Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey. Remember that. What if they did hers, uh, Ursula? Halle Berry? Yes. No. Because Melissa McCarthy's and talks. Yeah, but what if... Yeah, but Although Lizzo, there's so many conversations going on. If you just had Halle Berry, Haley Bailey. Halle, Halle Bailey. Bailey. Halle Bailey. Halle, Halle Berry. Bailey. There you go. You just put both of them in. Ooh. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we got it clarified. But yeah, um, lots of Disney live action movies. So I'm excited. 
just want them to be good. Yeah. You know, don't we all? Hopefully. Yeah, maybe. I would I'm like sure to there's think some that. that are out there rooting for Disney's demise. Yeah. Disney. Oh, they've got to go down. They've got to go down. Yeah. So, uh, folks, before we get into some hot spoiler-filled discussion about mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home mm-hmm. and Midsummer, we've got to do our uh, look at next week's top five and then do our box office bet. So, folks, mm-hmm. still keep voting away in the chat if you uh, haven't had a chance to do so yet on either Crawl or Stuber mm-hmm. as the film that Amy and I will do our box office bet on after we do next week's top five. So, now, I don't have accurate theater numbers for Crawl or Stuber. They're both opening wide. So, do you see either of them taking number one? No. It's going to be a close call, but I don't think so. Do you see either of them taking number two? So, so even if Toy Story drops 50, what's 34 divided by two? 17? 17, yeah. Math. Um, no. No, I think they're, I think Crawl might be third. You know, I think I only saw a trailer for Stuber for the first time this week. Really? Yeah. I'd never seen it before. So I wonder if that might have a little bit of something. But Kumail and um, Dave Batista, like, they're pretty good on social media. Yeah, but so really, they might be. Yeah, I hadn't seen anything. So because I feel like I've seen this a lot. Really? Yeah, we've seen the same movies. I know, but uh, I mean, you have like on the social medias. I've seen on the, the social trailers. Medias, yeah, no? they're not. No, they're like Amy. I don't think you want to see movies. What? Come on, Instagram, Twitter, get on. Well, it. All right. Well, real quickly, Camille yeah. and Johnny and Dave Batista. Do either of them? Just them themselves yeah. make you want to go see a movie that stars them. I mean, I love them both. It's just the plot looked like, what? It's like they started writing it, and they're like, well, we just want them to work together. Let's let's make it work. Let's figure it out. And and then you have something. But again, that's just based off the one trailer that I have seen. I, I just left, like, what? That was weird. That didn't make sense. I don't understand the purpose of it. I'm already, like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I feel because you know Dave Batista, you know, entertaining to watch at Drax, and he's been good yeah. in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, he was good in the uh, James Bond Spectre. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, and there's little bit roles in there and there. So always, always fun to watch. But I, uh, man, it's like when I, uh, uh, and he was great as a as a bad guy in an a um, Hitman. The uh, next, the Legend Continues, I think it was. But uh, I, I feel like when I see Dave Batista, he's also done some like direct to DVD mm. films. And I just feel like when I see Dave Batista, I think of him as like, all right, we're just getting a direct to DVD film. So when I, like, Stuber mm. reeks to me of like, ah, this is just like a direct to DVD kind of thing. It's not a big deal. I mean, I believe in him. I'm just not sure if I believe in the plot. So it'd be interesting to see how they do. Um, but yeah, I'd be curious to see if like people actually heard about this. Is like I said, I only just heard about it. Um, with that being said, I think it's gonna be Far From Home. Okay. Toy Story Four. Mm-hmm. Crawl Stuber Yesterday. Oh, all right. I'm gonna go Spider Man Far From Home, Toy Story Stuber Yesterday. Annabelle comes home. What? Then, uh, I don't think Crawl will make the top five. I don't think. I have seen that freaking trailer so many times. Yeah, but is it one that you want to go no, see? No, but I mean, I'm sure there's people out there. They're like, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Alligator. 
things. I do not think it'll make the top five. That's just yeah. my prediction there. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, we got to do our box office bet before we start talking about Spider-Man and Midsummer. So, mm-hmm. folks, uh, I look out to uh, Ringo Starr, a.k.a. Ken Jack, if he's there in the chat to let us know. Happy birthday, buddy. He might not even be in the check. He's probably out celebrating his birthday. I know, right? Um, About which film we're doing. And, folks, for those of you who haven't watched, the box office bet is whichever film that you have voted on in the chat based on the films available to you, we will then do our box office bet for that. Amy and I will play better numbers here of what we think the opening box office total will be for that film. The person that's closest will be prognosticator or prognosticators like neither Amy or I were, so we don't know that sweet taste of victory this week. I mean, uh, I remember it. <laughs> it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. Winner always remembers. That's, that's true. <laughs> uh, and then the loser, of course, will have to go see the film and tell us all about mm. it. Okay. Yep. Ringo stars in the chat. Four to one for Stuber. Oh, Stuber. Amy's excited. The look on her face when the, the name Stuber came up. Uh, she's done it. So Camille Nunjani, Dave Batista from Fox. It's opening wide. Wide. What do you think the actual total will be? Boy, what a weekend to be missing Carrie Lane because there's really no, no place to hide. So what are you going to put, Frank? <laughs> oh, well, oh, thanks. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, Whoa, Okay. Mm. All right. All right. Okay. I... I uh, okay okay it's fine okay <laughs> okay is, is, I okay I just I, a number came to me and I wasn't writing it down all right and but then I decided you... to just write it down okay what do you got I don't like going first but I'll go first like a champ eight oh, <gasps> oh I went eleven I went eleven I don't know I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Eight, this could be one that could come right in the middle. You know, we should have both said 11. Or both said 8. <laughs> yeah, but it's should. not like we can fix that. That's true. Uh, wow. Oh, okay. All right. So super, super hot bet for Stuber there coming Woo! up. Can't wait. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, I know somewhere right now Carrie's like, I'm missing a box office bet. Yeah, she feels it in her soul. There you go. Uh, of course, I think we'll, next week we'll institute. If you didn't, if you weren't here for the box office bet, you automatically you lose. lose. Yeah. yeah. That sounds Except, like a good plan. Except uh, not for a Comic-Con weekend. I don't think we should do that. Mm, we should um, do that. I don't think so. Then we'll do it. So, folks, that's going to do it for <laughs> this part of the show. We have, we got about like six minutes left. We're going to do an in-depth look at uh, our spoiler-filled thoughts. Spider-Man Far From Home spoils Midsummer. But if you want to tune in now so you don't get spoiled on anything, as always, thanks for watching. Like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Give it a bunch <laughs> of thumbs up while you're on the YouTube channel. Like all these thumbs. Put them Woo! all up on there. And if you want to stay in touch with either of us after the show's over, Amy, where can they find you? You guys can find me on all social media um, at Amy Cassandra M T Z, and that T was a little weird. <laughs> um, but also on Geek Bomb, we're doing a lot of stuff over there, including a super super long review of Far From Home. But this, I'll, I'll share some thoughts that I haven't shared before here. Right oh now. wow, exclusive! I know. Uh, yeah, she'll never let me do stuff on Geekbang. I've asked her many times, and she yeah, said, Absolutely you have not. to. It's a really rigorous process to become a part of Geekbang. You'll get there eventually, I maybe. For me. I don't know, uh, folks. Follow me on the Twitter grams at Happy Go Jackie, <laughs> folks. That's so much. Thanks so much for joining us here for this part of the show. Stick around for some spoiler-filled thoughts. We're going about to start those, and for Spider-Man: Far From Home and Midsummer in three, two. two one. One. Bow, bow, bow. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. Okay. Right. I had so much fun 
We're talking about Far From Home, yes. right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, better yes. than Far From Home. You yes. had so much fun. I had so much fun. I I have to say that I was a little bit confused after, you know, we'd gotten, what, 20, 30 minutes into the movie, not even, and Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Mysterio, had already done his thing, and I was like, yeah, but, like, you're Mysterio, so when are we going to go to it? Um, so, yeah, like, once that happened, I was like, oh, okay, so then we see his face go like, well, that wasn't so hard, and at that moment, I was like, ooh. Um, Wait, you didn't know before that? No, like, I knew something was up, I just didn't know how it was gonna be, like, how they were gonna show it, what exactly was gonna go on. Yeah, I mean, the moment that the glasses came into play, you're like, all right, this is it. Yeah, as soon as that became a thing, it was like, uh, all right, this scene is all about him getting him. Yeah. And then as he walks out the bar, he's going to mug. And sure enough, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I love Peter and MJ. And Spider-Man and MJ, for sure. Um, we got a little bit more of that in Far From Home than we did in Homecoming. We got a little teaser of that in the trailer, one of the trailers. Um, but yeah, it was it was nice and it was it was even cuter than I was... Than I was hoping or expecting. You know, it's because I, I said I ranked this number four. Yeah. Uh, all of them. And it is, I just, I don't know, I just, it's fine. It's a fine film, but it didn't grab me as much as Homecoming Why? did. Like, what part didn't grab you? What I will say is, Jake Gyllenhaal, I, after Dr. Octopus, because I think that was what, out of Spider, amazing, uh, Spider-Man 2, I really liked Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus. I thought he had a great character arc in that film. He's a really engaging, yeah. fun uh, compelling bad guy. I enjoyed those moments with Jake Gyllenhaal in there. I kind of liked his shift his, and his... So I, I dug Jake Gyllenhaal as a villain, but it still was not enough for me to uh, like it as much as I wanted to. I, I just... I, I don't know what it was. Like, is it taking... You, Spider-Man's a fun character. Mm-hmm. Is it is it taking him out of the friendly neighborhood part of it that kind of watered it down for me? I don't know. Did I miss some of the stuff that I enjoyed seeing in the first film with his interactions with just some of the locals in Queens? Did I want that kind of New York flavor? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I like the idea that he's just trying to recover and, like, move on a little bit, um, you know. For sure. Post-Tony Stark death. Um so for him to just be put literally like across the globe and have to still fight for his sort of neighborhood, even though his neighborhood is now the world, it could be anywhere. Um, I think that's really like intense. And so the fact that he doesn't want to other like it also hits other things because in the past he's like, yeah, put me in coach like that kind of idea. And so now he's going through so much emotionally um, that it's just, Yeah. I like that. I like that he's not super willing to do it and he doesn't want to. And then he even tells Nick Fury uh, that he doesn't want to. And then he's like, okay, well, cool. And then he kind of like lets him go and then he hijacks the entire, you know, thing. Um, Yeah, I I love that we get to see Peter really go through it. And especially that the, mm, the scene from, it starts when he gets to the Netherlands. Yes. And he, he calls Happy. Um, and he gets there, and then he's like, wait, how do I know it's you? Whoa. I love that. And then when he's just crying in the jet, like, with Happy, and Happy gives him the talk, and then he's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go do this. And he's like, no, like, really, what are we gonna do? Um, and then he goes and makes his own suit. That was so touching, and it made me feel like, you know, like, it's gonna be okay. I'll be curious with that, because it's... When you take Tony Stark out of the equation, who yeah. was so instrumental in providing Peter yeah. Parker with all this tech that he has, 
how it was still going to work if Tony Stark does not exist. Yeah. And so, I mean, you saw this at least Happy's an extension that he still has access to some Stark technology yeah. that he can use and kind of create it himself. And it was cool yeah. to see him actively creating it as opposed to like, oh, he was always being given something by Tony Stark. Exactly. He's growing up. So I did like that. You know, it was interesting, though, that Edith was, because it's, I mean, it's drone technology. It is also, I mean, it's defense, but it's also tactical. It, it was hard for me to buy that he was going to give it. That's a 16-year-old. Yeah. That was a hard stretch for me. That wasn't a hard stretch for me. What slightly confused me was when Peter gave it to uh, Mysterio. He's like, yeah, confirm. Cool. But then when he got the glasses back, they, Edith was like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, it, it, no it, one it, had to confirm it, again. And I was like, yes. maybe it's because it's Peter. I'm guessing because his biometrics are already laced in there. So yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, that's how he got yeah. away with it. I did like the new Spider-Man costume. I, I am a yeah. sucker for the red and black. Kind of how he looked, you know, when he looked at it when he was first created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Yeah. It was kind of a red and black look, and I'm always a sucker for that. It red and blue cool. look good, but the red and black, because I don't really like the black stripes on the red and blue costume. The black okay. stripes, I like on the yeah. arms, like, always seem kind of weird to me. They look like they're out of place. Yeah. So as an all black part of the coloring, then they don't stick out to me, so it looks cooler. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, I, yeah. Uh, the ending. <laughs> so hot cameo, we get to see. Uh, I mean, we get to see J. Jonah Jameson back. Yes, yes, and they bring our boy over from uh, you know from the Sam Raimi films. I know, I love that. That was great. Um, what was not so great was how Mysterio left everything. Like Peter was struggling to even like he. He obviously didn't want to tell anyone yet. He yes. wasn't ready. And the fact that that's out there, and now that everyone knows that Peter is Spider Man, ooh, and that he was cast in a bad light, oh. Like, stressful situation. It's interesting that they introduced that idea, which I think is cool. But then they also used the second stinger there to show that the Skrulls were impersonating Maria Hill and Nick Fury. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be using the Skrulls as a kind of get-out-of-jail-free card for him mm-hmm. in the next film. Because if you're already, you know, saying, oh, and we shapeshifters exist, so yeah. maybe they could help him out. I don't know if that's the case. Or yeah. the fact that he's got this, you know, Edith, which is all this backdoor into a lot of the huge... Uh, technology uh, yeah. telecommunications firms that he can just extract that video mm-hmm. and then it's just basically everybody's there's no proof but yeah. it's everybody just like hey I heard this yeah I don't know if that's I'd be curious to see but it, it, it makes it interesting to see what the third film is mm-hmm. uh, we've got to go real quick but midsummer super fast whoa okay it it started it was really depressing and you know it's going to be really crazy and out there but it just kept going it felt way too long i thought we were there for like five hours which we weren't um you end up not liking a good chunk of the character so as they start dropping like flies you're like well good they had it coming and then you're like whoa am i a bad person for saying that oh my gosh that's crazy and then like at the end she basically like sentences her sort of ex i guess to death but is it kind of like a oh well because you know he I, I don't know what his life is going to be like after because he looked like he was just paralyzed and like he couldn't move anything or what or if she was like she turned into like a killer person like a murderer or whatever um, there was unnecessary weird stuff going on with him and then that other girl and then like the bear situation get that bear baby get in that bear get in the bear um, <laughs> but like it's something that I would like for other people to see so we can have the conversation more out there because it's you talk to a couple of a couple people here and there, and you're like, that bear, man. Like, I can't believe they just put that guy in the bear. <laughs> and, yeah. like, the what? And like, they just cooked him up. Cooked that's them up. it. Like, that That sounds made up, which it is, I hope. But, know, you know. That's, that's, that's real. Do you based go on to, a true story. Yeah, do you want to go to Sweden? No, thank you. Okay, sure. No. Oh, yeah. All right. They're so weird. 
I would think, you know, if anybody said, hey, you can go to a, like, every 90 years they do this really cool festival, I would think I would skip. Just because if it's a really, if you tell me it's remote, I think I'm out. Because, you know, <laughs> it just seems too, like, too many weird things could happen to me. Yeah. Uh, the bed situation where they're all there. I'm like, um, I'm very sensitive when it comes to my sleep. If someone's snoring, I'm like, oh. So that seemed like a nightmare already. Do you wear a little night mask? I do. do. Yes! <laughs> Does it have eyeballs on it? No. Oh. It's a super silky one. It's very nice. And then the back is just like, which, it's so yes. nice. All right. She wears a night mask. I, I love it. I love it. I got it for free. There you go. Oh, that's, that's the only reason. That's yeah. the only reason. If you had to pay for it, mm-mm, no. No. Understood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in Midsummer, I, I, I just felt it, it, it dragged. It dragged to me. Visually, there's some interesting things about it, but... Oof, horrifying yeah. horrifying which I'm also like good for you that's haunting that's right yeah uh, be careful when you follow those cliffs make sure you go head first so you don't have anything oh you don't have to get beaten up afterwards yes oh, my. Uh. oh folks yes there you go that's Yay. gonna do it for this episode of Box Office <laughs> Breakdown thanks for joining us here we'll be back here next Sunday we're all, uh, we're all yeah. gonna be here yeah. yeah yeah we're gonna be here and then Comic Con's in two weeks and Carrie and Amy are going to go off and have some fun, and Bye. I'll be here. But we'll see you then. Until then, folks, go see some movies, including Stuber. Go see Stuber. You owe it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>